escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Getway, get way more. You are live here on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. As fears of a possible disease outbreak grows tonight, Parliament is serving notice. It will hold the Volta River Authority fully accountable for the woes of residents in parts of the Volta region affected by the floods caused by spillage of water from the Akosomo Dam. Now, there are reports some displaced persons have been compelled to rely on polluted water for some of your chores. Now, Queen Mother of Sopo in the Notong district of the Volta region, Mamaga Ajosu, is worried the communities will show signs of infections and will trigger the spread of disease. The water is highly pol- uh, polluted. They have to come to our aid. Um, we went for a meeting on Sunday and then the MP suggested we use the Agohome uh, dam. That one, they, they will be able to sterilize it. He mentioned some chemicals that is supposed to be bought by the VRA so that they will be able to be opening the tap like intermediately. But as we are, I'm speaking now, the tap is still not flowing. And for weeks now, we don't have flowing water. We need to drink. We need to bath. We need to wash. We need to cook. What water are we going to use for all those kind of activities? It is a hindrance to us. We thank God that we haven't had any casualty of death. But what I know is there are snakes and then other kind of distant in the water. Some even when they touch your skin, the worms and then and then it wouldn't have effect now. Maybe after some time before they will see the effect. My fear is maybe after this, then the sicknesses will come up because when you drink it right now, you will not have effect. But for weeks or months before the effect will start coming up. Well, doctors dispatched by the Ghana Medical Association are on the ground and have been conducting screening because of the declaration of a public health emergency there. And they're now beginning to see the beginnings of what they fear to be an outbreak of diseases. Dr. Richard Salome is the acting general secretary of the GMA. Our members have been on the ground from the early days. Mm. The only thing is that now we have mobilized more people to join them. Okay. Um, the team is being led by the voter divisional chairperson and we have collaborated with the nurses as well as a clinical psychologist from 37 military hospital who has also volunteered to join the team and they are on the ground as we speak today they visited some of the mobile centers some of the things that we are seeing currently are the fact that a lot of the people are reporting with some malaria and then respiratory conditions especially because of the crowding in this uh, and the centers and then a few people are beginning to show signs of uh, waterborne diseases. So that's the main assessment assistance at the moment. But we are worried about the fact that there is still that big risk of waterborne diseases being blown out of proportion, especially since there are challenges with sanitary facilities in some of these places. Uh, you have about almost 1,000 people lodged in a, a, a school compound and with very few toilets that was meant for just a few students 
the facility. And this is becoming a big challenge for, for, for us. Well, tonight there's a push from Parliament for the VRA to be held fully accountable for the disaster we've seen in part of the Volta region, uh, Greater Crow region, and also the Eastern region. Listen to MP for Nortong, Samakujuta Blaka, whose constituency is one of the worst hit. A lot of these people have their homes destroyed. So we need to have a discussion about resettlement. We need to have a discussion about compensation. And I insist that the VRA uh, have questions to answer when the House resumes. Uh, we will file a motion for a probe. We don't think that they conducted themselves uh, properly in this matter. And we insist that they have to announce plans for full compensation of the victims. They cannot be living in these camps for the rest of their lives. They cannot uh, lose their farms for the rest of their lives. They cannot lose their fish ponds, lose their businesses. So uh, uh, it's important to stress that there are layers and there are faces now we are all concerned about the urgent relief that they need to survive in the camps but it's just a temporal uh, measure we must begin to look at their resettlement we must begin to look at full compensation and that we will not compromise on on on, on those 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 key 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 indicators well, today, former President Mahama, in a Facebook post a few hours ago, called on government to declare state of emergency in the affected areas. The member of parliament for North Tong, who you just had there, has been backing this call and says a minority will use parliament to force the government to make that declaration. Okay, we've already discussed it, uh, and uh, we, are, we, are, we are in the process of, of, of triggering uh, uh, a, a parliamentary action in that regard. Uh, we 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 believe that this is a national disaster that we should all, you know, uh, be united and 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 confront as as the people. It shouldn't be we versus them, yeah. uh, this party and that party. And that's why we are urging uh, the government to just declare a state of emergency and let's get that additional support both uh, within and without. Uh, but if government delays, then we'll be compelled to uh, see what we can trigger uh, from our side in Parliament. Well, my colleague Carlos Caloni has been on the ground all day today uh, and has been following both the vice president, but also uh, gauging uh, the relief effort. Uh, and Carlos, you've been touring uh, the affected areas. Let's talk about the relief effort. Have you seen an improvement? Are people getting the relief they need? Yes, indeed, uh, Evans. Uh, I can say for a fact that those we are speaking to have been establishing the point that they are now getting the relief items, especially in the North Tong district area. That's where you see a lot of these relief items pouring in. I mean, from the efforts of the uh, Member of Parliament for that area. And the fact that that place is the center for the emergency response and so they appear to be getting a lot of that. But if you come down to South Tong and Central Tong, it, it appears that the level is a bit down, even though uh, some corporate organizations are bringing in there, the focus appears much to be on the Mepe, uh, the North Tong area, Ivans. And we've just been listening to the doctors and also residents there talk about the potential of, a, of an outbreak because they are being forced to drink you know the water that has is been engulfed by feces because some of the toilet facilities have been have been uh, taken over by the flood waters on the ground what have you observed uh, are they getting potable water now is there any effort to get that done 
Well, even those we've been speaking to, they have been maintaining that they are using the water from the lake. And this is not just limited. I mean, the impact of the usage of the lake water will not be limited to just the residents. The reason is that, you know, those who sell fresh tilapia, uh, according to them, they are heavily relying on the water from the lake to prepare this fish. So you can imagine the impact this will have on those of us who uh, consume uh, this fresh fish. We don't know from what source. So yes, uh, according to the resident and the assembly member for the Sopwe electoral area, about 90% of residents in Sopwe rely on water from the lake. Even though the district assembly is making some effort by providing some sachet water to them, the residents believe that a more appropriate way for solving the problem is to provide them with water storage facilities so that water tankers can bring in portable water where the community can fetch. But relying solely on um, uh, packaged water won't solve the problem either. So that's the concern from residents of the state. And Carlos, stay with me because the vice president has also been touring the affected areas today. But I want to quickly bring in Stanley Mate, he's head of communications at the Ghana Water Company. Also joining us tonight is Dr. Richard Salome, is acting general secretary of the GMA. Uh, Mr. Mate, let me start with you. Uh, what's the situation with the supply of water in the affected areas? Yes, thank you very much, Ivan. Uh, um, yes, uh, the Ghana Water Company Limited has been very concerned, and uh, we also have been on the ground. Uh, looking at how best we can also help in the supply of water. Initially, the Sojakope um, uh, plant uh, for power went off. As a result, we didn't have uh, power to produce, but we were able to, we, we managed to, um, ECG managed to get us power from our flower. And so now we are able to pump water uh, in some of our uh, treatment plants within the southern sector during the day. Uh, they are unable to get uh, far in the evening, so we are unable to perform or produce for 24 um, hours in a day, just uh, half the day. So we are getting the water from there. Now we are also liaising with national security and NADMO, and we have shown them um, they have tankers. I mean, NADMO has a lot of tankers, and so is national security. So they've moved all those tankers to that area, and we have shown them points where they can get water so that um, they supply to the communities. We didn't drop on area. We have, uh, um, we have water in drop on area. So we've also, we are also pumping in that area and uh, we've shown them um, points where they can also fetch water. So on the whole, um, I think the water situation is not bad. We are on the ground. Our water regional management um, uh, is on the ground and we are monitoring everything around Kita and Waga. We've made a point available in all that area so that um, they can fetch water from uh, the closest point to serve any area that they want to, to serve. But what I want to assure Ghanaians is that we are on the ground and we are ensuring that water is available anywhere that is needed. And I'm just curious, I mean, the ECG, for example, has been badly impacted. Their uh, transmission stations have been submerged. How is that affecting yourself, your ability to do your job and to serve the people? Yes. Yeah. We had was a power outage, and that ECG is doing its best to give us power, like I said initially. The other one is uh, um, aquatic weeds. Now, because of the um, pressure within, um, within the base of the water, 
uh, is washing up all aquatic weeds, especially into our intake area. So it's, it's almost blocking water from being abstracted for, for treatment. But we are using our um, uh, filter screens to remove them gradually. We have had professional divers who will help us um, by the weekend to remove most of um, the weeds so that at least we'll be able to abstract enough water for, for treatment. But on the whole, we are managing the situation. Apart from power, which is a challenge, we are able to manage uh, all, all other parameters. Now, with also the um, way um, the pressure in the, in the, in the, in the river, um, turbidity is a bit high. And so then we have had to use more chemicals to treat the water in the areas uh, in our treatment plants within that enclave. Uh, but on the whole, we are managing it and we are ensuring and that uh, the most important people around the area who need water are getting water. Um, they are the people who are most important now. I mean, the situation is very terrible. I don't know whether I've been to the place, but we've been on the ground and uh, uh, it's, it's very terrible. So we are doing everything possible to ensure that uh, everything goes well. Everybody gets uh, uh, access to water and uh, so that there wouldn't be any uh, outbreak of any disease. Thank you. Uh, Stanley, thank you very much. Dr. Richard Salome is Acting General Secretary of the GMA and as I've been reporting, uh, they have their uh, doctors on the ground. Today they've been screening. Uh, Dr. Salome, last night when we spoke, you were beginning to see the uh, beginnings. You, you feared of, of some form of outbreak. You talk about malaria, etc. Uh, what's the update tonight from the screening you've done? All right. Thank you, Evans. Um, We've had the team of doctors, and not only doctors, as I mentioned, we are collaborating with the GRNMA, so we have nurses and other professionals with us. Uh, they've divided themselves into about six teams and going to various communities, including one community which is Overbank and Katoff. Some of the conditions we are noticing are, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, waterborne diseases. Today, we found two more people who are showing signs of bilharia, mm -hmm. that is uh, schistosomiasis. And then also one person had to be managed with uh, IV fluids for, for diarrheal conditions. We are worried still because uh, even though water supply is improving, you still get people having to use water to wash things. And then uh, even some of them attempting to use water from the river to cook. Um, so mm -hmm. the need for potable water and to the need to restore enough and adequate water supply is very, very paramount. Also is the need to bring as much as possible sanitary uh, facilities for them to be able to use these facilities in a safe manner. So our team is picking people on uh, various uh, techniques to use to prevent waterborne diseases, hand washing, some soap is also being made available. Today we also received some items from the VR, including medications and, and, and other other things for the people to be able to use. We still are warning communities downstream that the contaminated water is not just limited to the north, south, and central town areas. They are washing things downstream. And so communities downstream should be careful how they still step into the water, uh, fetch water for usage and things like that. The water is heavily con contaminated and people should be very careful. Uh, the team is also attending to people who also have other conditions which are not necessarily related to the flood. People who have hypertension, diabetes, a few people uh, also needing uh, 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 for some conditions like uh, 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 ANC visits, pregnant women who are cut off from the regular health centers they attend. 
And that is what has been happening so far. One team is yet to report from the Overbank area, and we are waiting for their return to also hear their reports. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Richard Salome, there with his team of doctors on the ground. I want to bring in now uh, Fatima Abubakar. Uh, she's a Deputy Information Minister. Uh, Madam Abubakar, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Thanks for having me. Good evening. Uh, and yesterday. You Yesterday, we heard from the Volta Regional Minister uh, that the Interministerial Committee set up uh, by the President uh, had been meeting. Can you share with us what the outcome had been? Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, first of all, um, as you are aware, the focus of government is to ensure that, first of all, there is safety, and second of all, those who are moved to safe haven get to receive necessary supplies that uh, they can survive on until such a time that they can be rehabilitated. So all our efforts are to audit, account for, what supplies are going to the communities as and when the number of affected individuals increase and there is a need to escalate the level of uh, or support or relief that are sent to communities we do so and the other issue has to do with complaints about uh, the water turning colors and the need for us to get um, some technical people or scientists from the Ministry of Sanitation and Water Resources to test the level of contamination so that there can be a determination whether people can still use the boats to cross the water to and fro or we find alternative routes for them or whether people need to be moved, relocated to other temporary locations rather than safe havens where we have uh, situations where some of the safe havens like St. Kizito are only surrounded by water because if it is so contaminated, maybe the, the quality of air will also be affected and there can be outbreak of diseases. As of now, the district assemblies, uh, together with the Ministry of Roads, have found alternative routes which are not more trouble. And as of yesterday, one of the decisions was for them to move some graders and equipment to go and clear alternative routes so that the, the, the use of boats to cross the contaminated waters reduce. And as I mentioned earlier, to escalate uh, the amount of support and relief that are going to the community. Um, when it comes to water, I listened to the minister, we are aligned and the next step that um, the committee is looking at is water storage. And today on ground, they are looking at ways that they can store water, not the ones that the tankers the supply, not the sachet waters, but if there can be some polytanks situated at some key points where beyond people fetching with barrels and buckets from the tanks, they can store and use them later on to bath so that there will be no excuse uh, not to use the, the the portable or purified waters that have been provided. So, uh, so far, that has been the action taken by government. And as I mentioned, uh, again, we have 
the 48 engineers regiment who have deployed about 30 military personnel and three aluminium boats patrolling the place and also helping to evacuate people. And we have the Riverine Command in all the places downstream, downstream from Akosombo to ensure that if there need to be evacuation where there are emergencies that we would need uh, support from such institutions, uh, they will be available to do that. Okay. We also have the support of the Naval Training Command also on ground helping with safety. And as you are aware, we have turned um, the Senkizito camp at Mete as the command center. So the security also have their post there. We have the clinics uh, and doctors and nurses and other facilities we are providing for emergency situations. And, and there's also a call for the declaration of a state of emergency. Was this considered at this meeting yesterday and what's the decision on that? I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think that that is uh, something that is considered at the moment. But of course, uh, this is when we talk about emergency and disasters. It should tell you that even with the best of minds, maybe things may go beyond your anticipation. So this is a committee that met yesterday. It's meeting. Even some members of the committee, some committees were meeting today. We have subsequent committees in course of the week. And we take reports and make assessments whether there's been improvements or the number of uh, evacuees or affected persons have increased. By close of yesterday, about some 28,000 people uh, were affected by the floods. And if the numbers go up, if the situation escalates, of course, uh, whatever is necessary um, action will be taken by government. But in the meantime, the focus has been on um, health, safety, and also evacuation exercises and then relief support. Mm. And the other, the other issue I didn't mention is the fact, of course, as most of the safe havens or centers where we are, uh, we are housing or keeping victims in the meantime are campuses. And you know there are constraints in terms of uh, some facilities like toilets. If there were toilet facilities for about 200 students and now you have a thousand people there, there will be some pressure on those facilities. One of the decisions was also to deploy uh, these biodigester toilets and some additional support to ensure that we don't experience outbreaks among those who are being kept as the safe haven. Okay. Uh, Fatima Bubaka, thank you very much. And she's the Deputy uh, Information Minister. So live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. And today, the Vice President himself has also been on the ground following the heels of his boss, the President. Uh, Carlos was there and joins us again. And, and Carlos, the Vice President, uh, has been seeing the extent of devastation for himself. And he wants the VRA and NADMO to do better. Exactly, Ivan. So he's been talking about a more sustainable way of managing the situation, considering the climate uh, issues uh, that we have on our hand uh, globally. And so he's been charging them to look at a more sustainable way of dealing with the problem. I am told that the last time we had this type of a flooding disaster in these communities was 60 years ago, in 1963. And that resulted even in the movement 
of people to um, new Bakpa here and all of that. And so it is something that we we have to understand that this is the largest disaster in the last 60 years. The last 60 years. So it's it's monumental what is happening. Beyond just providing temporary relief, we are looking at more um, uh, sustained and, and um, support to the victims so that they can uh, restore the livelihoods that they had. With what has happened, it's very, very important that we think about long-term solutions to these problems. Because if we don't have a long-term solution, with the climate change that is happening, we are getting rains at times when we don't even expect rains. Ten years ago, our worry was about the low level of the water in the dam. Today, we are worried about the high level of the water in the dam. So climate change is bringing in new situations that we have to handle. And so I want to challenge VRA and NADMO. Let us start thinking of long-term solutions to this spillage from the dam. Is there a way we can manage the spillage? Of course, I'm not an engineer, so I want you, the engineers, to handle it. But one thing I've thought about is why can't we have pipelines? And that is the vice president there. So live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. When we return from business, why are so many high-profile religious leaders abandoning their place on the National Cathedral Board of Trustees? And what does that mean for the project itself? Details after George Raffi. Hi, Evans. And uh, coming up in business, government to roll out new initiative in 2024 budget targeted at job creation and expansion of the economy. And Bank of Ghana steps up market support to deal with the recent pressure on the Ghana city. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom books and stationery, synthesis tanks and pepsodent charcoal and herbal. Strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year. Ah, only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfits. are special and one of a kind and that's why whether it's voice data or sms you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with mtn just for you dial star 141 hash or select your options on the my mtn app to redeem your unique just for you package on ghana's best mobile network mtn the Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited's Back to School promotion is here with us once again. From the 4th of September to the 31st of October 2023, Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited is giving a generous 10% to 15% discount on all school items like textbooks, pens, pencils, erasers, exercise books, and so much more across all our branches in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, Takradi, Winnebine, Cape Coast. Parents, teachers, and students, please hurry while stock lasts. For more information, call us on 0302-764-101 or 0302-764-209 or email info at kingdomgh.com. You can also visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Kingdom Books, where quality and affordability are both assured. Terms and conditions apply. 
water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex tank. Syntex tank, stress-free. Syntex tank, reliable. Syntex tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex tank, a year strong, a year tough. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur, or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. Hey, you welcome back to business on news night now government is said to roll out a new initiative in the 2024 budget specifically targeted at job creation and growing the economy finance minister kenneth Wyatt has been given more details in yet to be at pm express business edition on join us at 9 pm tomorrow when you look at what we are doing with the fund uh, you can see that uh, with the leap program um, uh, we have indexed it to make sure that we protect you know against inflation and we are also increasing the number of people that may be eligible to it um, to make sure that no one is really sort of left behind and um, schools feeding rates are being increased um, uh, and affirmative action is something that we are also going to be to, to be really focused on so within the embedding the program itself is um, really a good a good faith effort um, to make sure um, that uh, we have a landing zone that is good for all. But in the end, you know, what do you do of the 23 to the 35? What do you do uh, to the entrepreneur? What do you do to the... Uh... Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Um, SMEs, and, and that's where uh, we'll be finding various packages for them. 
Finance Minister Ken Overeta speaking on a yet to be aired PM Express Business Edition at 9 p.m. tomorrow on Joy News. The Bank of Ghana is stepping up dollar intervention for banks to deal with the recent pressure on the Ghana city. Joy Business understands the central bank yesterday provided some $2 million a move that helped in strengthening the local currency's performance on the market. Sources close to the bank say they are monitoring developments on the market and will take the necessary measures to hold the Ghana city against other major foreign currencies. Many people will also be looking forward to the cocoa loan syndication, a move that could also help in strengthening the Ghana city. Financial economist Professor Lord Mensah has described the proposed 40% haircut for euro bondholders as expected. Now, this is due to the proposed target set under the debt restructuring program for these external debts. Now, government is looking at about 40% reduction on the principal payment for these holders and 5% on coupon payments. Professor Lord Mensah tells Jeb Business they shouldn't expect any negative reaction from these investors because they've priced this risk. We are looking at bonds and the conditions attached to it. If you're an investor and you purchase um, a bond on the market, you understand that probably the risk that goes with it and the returns that is expected of you know the bond. Our economy, as we speak now, has deteriorated, and of course, our ability to service the debt has gone down. The question is they will be asking themselves, what is the extreme situation? What is the downside level of risk that you know, they are likely to be exposed to. And having that in play, knowing very well that if the country should go into trouble completely, you may lose your money, you know, without necessarily recouping the money back as expected. Professor Lord Mensah is a financial economist. The government says it is in the process of developing an automotive competent manufacturing development policy, a move expected to take full advantage of the sector. Speaking to Joy Business at the launch of the first ever assembling of Ashok Leyland Phoenix Tracks, Deputy Minister of Trade Michael Ochebrev stated that the policy should enhance the availability of certified parts on the market. We are on it. As of now, the policy is almost ready. I can tell you for sure that it's almost ready. And uh, we are also trying hard to be able to encourage a lot of investors, I mean, who are wherever in the world, to come in, I mean, to, to partner governments in the, in the area of competent development. So with regards to competent manufacturing policy, we are almost through with the policy. This partnership, I mean, uh, with Ashok Leyland, is going to well way to strengthen our relationship and also to grow, I mean, in the area of industry development. And we are sure it's going to help us to push our economy up to the level that we want to be in the, in the future. On his part, Head of International Operations at Ashok Leland, Rashek Har, said the assembling of these tracks in Ghana will afford their business partners seamless transportation experience. So Shukland has always been in the forefront of creating technologies for the world and we actually want to partner with more and more companies across the globe today and we already have manufacturing facilities spread across in Asia, the Middle East and Africa and this is, we want to proudly present across this assembly plant in Ghana right now and we are assembling the, the made in uh, Ghana, the proudly assembled Phoenix products across here. This is the ninth assembly plant for Shukland across the globe today. Rajak is the head of international operations at Ashok Leyland.
Now, Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industry, Shona Makpelu, has called on government to take immediate action to tighten the country's borders against smuggling. Now, citing the smuggling of sanitary parts as a result of tax on finished parts product, Mr. Akpelu said smuggling of cheap and inferior products is hurting local manufacturing and pricing them out. He's been speaking to Joy Business at the Greater Accra Annual Meeting and Seminar of the Association of Ghana Industries. We are fully aware that some of fake inferior sanitary parts are being imported, are being smuggled to the country without going through the proper borders and paying the right duties. So it's become very cheap, but the standards are low. And making our local production of sanitary parts uncompetitive, we need the borders to be fixed. We need to deal with this issue as a matter of urgency. Issues around sanitary parts, for example, are matters that borders on health and health of our women. Chona Makpelu is the Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries. And that's all for Business on Newsnight. Back to you, Evans. It's interesting. Anyway, my, my, my question is that does it mean that now when it comes to hydropower generation, uh, we have, we're now sorted because there's enough water in the dam? Remember that, you know, there were times when we had to send people there even to pray for more rains in the dam. Well, the Akosumo Dam has its own output. So mm. you have the maximum output, as simple as that. Mm. It's not going to, you can't exceed the output okay. because you have more water. That's that's the situation that you have on your hands. Except that the water is uh, is more than two hundred seventy seven point five feet. Mm. That's the maximum operating level. Uh, that's where you cannot exceed because then you you breach the integrity of the dam itself. So they're trying to manage that, and, and thankfully it's been falling consistently. But the rains are also not ceasing. Yeah, so you have to balance that Climate quite change. carefully. Thank you very much, George. Let's do Miss Bao now. He has sports for us. Hello, Miss Bao. The Black Stars of Ghana lost uh, early this morning to the United States of America. Four goals to nil. That game, 30 minutes. After just 30 minutes, the Black Stars had conceded four goals and, uh, of course, went on to lose that game by that same scoreline. Well, after the game, um, my colleagues in the USA uh, caught up with some Ghanaians who made time to go watch the game. And uh, these were the reaction of Ghanaians in the USA to the performance of the Black Stars. To support our people now, I mean, we don't know what's going on. If this is the team that we have there, then I really don't know, sir. You know, I don't think that we have a, a future. <laughs> Ghana did not have to America, so they say America. I can't wait to spend more time in Ghana, man. Oh, wait, yeah. You will be a year over. A year, a year, a year. It's a poor performance, man. We should check out before we go to the Nations Cup. Yeah, so those are the reactions of some Ghanaians based in the USA who witnessed that game in Nashville, Tennessee as well. Uh, Black Stars forward and captain of the day, uh, Jordan Ayew, has however been calling on the Ghanaian public to have patience with the team, describing the team as a young one and also inexperienced, needing time to improve. I just feel like there's a matter, we just need a bit of more time because uh, it's a new group. A lot of new players and most of the players are really inexperienced so it's not easy but we're working on it because we know we don't have time and this type of games is a reality check and now we know our level and we know we have to keep working hard to to get this cohesion together and 
to learn how to play together and all those things. So it will come with time, but we all know that in football there's no really time. So we're, we're pushing hard and we're trying our best to to make to have better performances as a team. And with time, it will come. Yeah, uh, Jordan, are you there? Well, next up for the Black Stars in November, uh, two World Cup qualifiers, and they'll be looking to improve there. Let me just leave you with this story uh, coming from Spain, and it's Barcelona President Joan Laporta, whom we understand formal investigation has been opened into him for some suspected bribery. Uh, and this is in reference to the case uh, which Barcelona are under investigation for for making some allegedly making some payment to some former referee officials and uh, subsequently winning favors from the referee. So uh, we'll keep tabs on that. And also at Newcastle midfielder Sandro Tonali, we understand uh, investigation has been opened into him also for engaging in some betting activities while he played for AC Milan. He has admitted to engaging in the betting activities. Activities and uh, uh, if he's found guilty after all investigations, is likely to be banned for one year. So that's it. Brought to you by Pepsi and Heppo and Chaco. Evans, that's for sports. Well, thank you very much. Now, the Ghana Journalists Association is asking the police to reopen fresh investigations into the case involving 16 persons who have been convicted and fined for invading the UTV studio during a live show. The 16 were fined 2,400 CDs each. Uh, after they pleaded guilty to the charge of unlawful entry. But speaking at a media briefing on the matter, President of the GJA, Albert Jumfo, said the police could have done better. Uh, my colleague James Abadji is in the studio with me. Uh, what's the basis for this? Yes, Evan. So the GJA believes that the police in the bid to swiftly prosecute the matter sacrifice justice for speed. In fact, the GJA President, Albert Jumfo, appointed a uh, to the fact that from their independent probe into the matter, they can count at least 10 charges that the police could have pressed against the perpetrators to get a stiffer punishment. While commending the police and the court for, for the speedy prosecution and conviction, we are of the opinion that under the circumstances and based on video evidence of the appearance on that fateful evening, the charges preferred against them were not far-reaching because their actions should have resulted in the investigation and attraction of the following charges. And I named them. One, unlawful entry. Two, routing. Three, routing with weapons. Four, assault and battery. Five, causing harm. Six, threat of harm. Seven, unlawful assembly. Eight, Offensive conduct conducive to breach of the peace. Nine, forcible entry. And ten, allegedly carrying offensive weapons. The charges of conspiracy to commit crime and rioting, in our opinion, are inadequate, soft-handed, and minimalistic, to say the least. Well, I the GJ also took on the National Media Commission. Why? Exactly, Evan. So they think that that statement from the NL, uh, NMC seems to be in so much praise for government. In fact, uh, they say that it paints the picture uh, as though the Attorney General did favor to Ghanaians by prosecuting the matter when it is their due, duty to do so. M162 plus 1 says the freedoms and independence of the media are hereby guaranteed. 
okay that is also mandatory so you can't exercise any choice in that and the simple understanding is that it is as though the attorney general and minister of justice has a choice to prosecute because somebody is party a or party b is the um attorney general of the state of ghana when he's prosecuting he doesn't look at the political color you wear he's prosecuting you because you've committed a crime and so when somebody has committed a crime the attorney general doesn't have a choice that i will prosecute you because you belong to party a or party b he has to prosecute you in brief the nmc statement seems to position nmc on a different pedestal trustees of the national cathedral on the 6th of march 2017 a catholic priest then blessed the national cathedral grounds with sprinkles of holy water all was set for the construction of the national cathedral Archbishop Duncan Williams on his fundraising rounds pledged to support the president to fulfill his promise to God. I had the opportunity to meet him in his office and I said, Mr. President, and after hearing him and I looked him in the eye and looking into his eye, I could see into the soul and when he said it was a vow I made to God and I need you to join the team to help me honor that vow. I knew that it was a god thing. Unfortunately, some notable members of the board of trustees have resigned. The founder and general overseer of the ICGC, Dr. Mesa Otabel, resigned. The founder and presiding bishop of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Bishop Darkyward Mills, also resigned. The latest to resign are Duncan Williams and Reverend Eastwood Anaba. In a joint statement, Archbishop Duncan Williams and Reverend Anaba said their decision to step down stems from government's failure to appoint an independent accountant firm to conduct a comprehensive audit of all public funds contributed to the National Cathedral. On 23rd of January this year, the two clergymen called for the project's immediate suspension and a financial audit. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este Comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The preachers say not much has been heard in terms of their request so they have resolved to step down from the project board. The president made a personal donation of 100,000 cities and said that the government would provide land. The idea is for the state of Ghana to bequeath the land to the project on which we are and for the financing and funding of the project to come from within the Christian community and the community of all believers in Ghana. But later, the government was generous enough to donate seed money totaling 339 million cities. The government voted 80 million cities in the 2023 budget for the construction of the National Cathedral, but the minority kicked against it. Member of Parliament for North Tong, Samuel Okujito Ablakwa, 
has been a firm critic of the project. When you tell us that the role of the state is just appointment of the architect and design team, which, by the way, is is, is fresh information. Mm. It was not containing any of the budget documents, land and this preparation, setting up and equipping the secretariat and seed money. You are not being particularly candid. The government continues with this opacity and the lack of full disclosure. As of June 2022, the National Cathedral Secretariat revealed that various churches and denominations had donated 2.21 million cities. Unfortunately, four significant church leaders have resigned from the board. Jojo Kobna, Joy News. Well, in the last hour, the National Cathedral Secretariat has issued a statement and my colleague, Papa Niashale, is here with details of that, Papa. Yeah, Evans, the statement is signed by Dr. Paulo Pukumesa, the Executive Director of the National Cathedral Project. In the concluding part of the statement, he mentions that, well, the two individuals had applied that there should be an audit, but that was refused on two grounds. One, that they were asking that the audit should be done before any other thing should be done by the Secretariat. So, therefore, they had struck it out. And secondly, because it was on an agenda and the audit had started by Deloitte, then they felt that well, it wasn't necessary for them to stop all that they were doing because they were already doing the audit. Uh, details of the statement will be up on myjoyonline.com and across our many social media platforms. You can also catch that full report on the Joy News channel on Joy News Prime. And guess who is joining me right now with the survivor's story? And that's the lady uh, hitting the microphone there in the background. Hi, Evans. And she is Enimwa Nimado. Hello, Enimwa. Hi, Evans. I've missed you. Miss you too. Yeah, what's miss up? You too. Um, I'm okay. Okay, that's good. Have you, you been good? listening? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. Have you been listening to our stories? Yeah, the last time I was here, you, that's when you started. That's what, that's two yeah. weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I, I enjoy that. You, yeah, it, we're going to have another amazing one um, tonight. It's it's interesting, the dynamics um, in a marriage or in a relationship when there's pain and sickness and suffering. And, and I mean, we're really enjoying, you know, bringing this perspective on, on sickness this time around. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please stick and stay. The survivor's story. Couples edition. Couples edition. Beautiful. Yes. And that's strong and sassy up next. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.